Welcome to America's Heroes Group podcast with information and resources that's disseminated intentionally to empower our military population with host Vietnam veteran Cliff Kelly, co-host Iraq veteran Colonel Dr. Damon Arnold, and co-host Army National Guard veteran Sean Claiborne. And now, America's Heroes Group podcast. Okay, welcome, folks, to America's Heroes Group Roundtable with sponsor and partner RHF Ninja Warrior Competition. Today is Saturday, June 3rd, 2023, and June is the LGBTQ Pride Month, so let's keep that in mind, folks. Our host is Cliff Kelly. I'm co-host attorney Ernesto Borges of the law firm of Borges and Wu. Our executive producer is Glenda Smith and digital media producer is Ivan Ortega of Scouts Honor Productions. So we've got our partner today is, is Darren Jeffrey, and he's the founding board member of RHF and also the original course creator slash builder for the TV show American Ninja Warrior on NBC. Our panelist, Dr. Owen T. Guess, and he specializes in using video games and television shows to create custom mental health solutions for his clients. Dr. Owen T. Guess is a friend of RHF. And our discussion today is going to be, um, well, Dr. Dr. Owen T. Guess uh, is going to speak about his client's mental health uh, video and uh, television uh, video and television and custom mental health solutions. So that's a mouthful. But uh, Dr. Guess, um, Dr. Guess, and uh, good afternoon to you, Dr. Owen. Dr. Owen Guest, right? Uh, Wait a minute. You Is that your, our, you're Dr. Owen, but you're our guest. Let's say I'm, I'm um, reading this. You're Dr. Owen. Or Dr. you're Dr. Owen, Guess. Yeah. Uh, Dr. Owen to uh, Guest. Okay. Um, yeah. So, Doc, tell me, this sounds interesting. You're uh, dealing with mental health videos and television. So you're kind of mixing things up a little bit. Uh, This sounds like (laughs) real high-tech stuff. So tell us how you do this and what you do. Oh, absolutely. First of all, I appreciate your time. And and also, uh, let's see, also Darren Darren, uh, Jeffrey. So who wants to pick it up? Oh, I say let's let the doctor uh, tell us what he does. It's, it's an amazing uh, yeah. concept, and he's had a lot of success with it. Okay. Well, doctor, we're listening. Yes. Uh, what I do is I use television shows uh, that are either nostalgic or uh, like, you know, your old shows like uh, Family Matters, mm-hmm. uh, those type of things, or um lately being able to use shows like The Last of Us that's popular uh, to be able to help uh, families, uh, military veterans, active service members of learning how to deal with PTSD, transition, anxiety, um, bringing uh, families back together, and then also kind of uh, wanting to incorporate the physical aspect of things. That's where uh, Darren uh, Jeffrey comes in Mm -hmm. and helping with that to be able to get people physically involved uh, families more so physically involved together because that's how uh, we grow together, uh, mm-hmm. both mentally and physically. Um, I've done this for about uh, 14 years now, oh. and um, it's uh, it's proven 
to show great results uh, for all my clients, whether they be individuals or couples. I see. Wow. Uh, and that's fascinating. Uh, you know, and then also using the video games. I think that's what got yeah. uh, Dr. Yeah, Owen and myself together was, was the, the video game side of things because the, the whole eSports with, uh, you know, the younger populations, you know, right now I hear statistics, uh, you know, coming out of the military at large, over 85% of the enlisted force are gamers. They, 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 they know how to play the games. They're flu- they speak fluently about the games. And so having Dr. Guess's ability to take a game like that and a, and, a, and a person that plays these games and turn mm. that and transform some of those moments in the game into mm. these high-functioning, therapeutic, you know, insightual moments where you, you, you get a glimpse at yourself, you know, in a way that you wouldn't really get in any other fashion. And it's, it's really phenomenal. So can we talk a little bit about the eSports, uh, Dr.? Yes, um, being able to use uh, multiple video games, I've used uh, fighting games as part of my dissertation to help me get my doctorate, um, using uh, fighting games, typical uh, what people would say, violent games, to help people be able to see who they are as individuals in a third-person perspective, understanding their anxiety, how they respond to that anxiety, understanding the first-person perspective that comes in games like Call of Duty, how we respond to, just for example, if you're being rated, um, being able to see what is your typical response, why do you respond that way, and how do you do that in real life, as opposed to having the control and success in the video game that you have, because um, so many people that uh, are enlisting or coming out of the service are heavy in the video game um, to where we, uh, we're looking at people becoming cyber warriors, those type of things. They, people have talents, and those games bring out those talents, but I'm here to help show them what they can do outside of the game with those same strengths that they're doing in the game. Wow. Ernesto, isn't that amazing? Well, it, it absolutely is amazing, and I was wondering when we would uh, move in that direction because so many people are in these into these video games, and we don't want, uh, you know, the, the violent games. But, but Doc, I see that you're a, a, a Ph.D. And uh, a Ph.D. in what area is this? What is your Ph.D. in? My Ph.D. is in mental health. Mental health. Uh-huh. Okay. Yes. So, yeah, it's, it's nice to see that you integrate this. Uh, so how does it work exactly? I mean, somebody comes to see you and what, do you let them view a video game or... Uh, do they get the controllers and all of that, and, and then you kind of determine what their response is going to be? Is it like Pavlov's dogs or something? Or what? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just curious. How, you know, practically, how does that work when somebody comes to your office or what have you? Oh, and right now, um, de- I'm right now. I'm definitely doing things virtually. Uh-huh. Um, what they, what we do is, I, first off, I have to get to know my client um, because I'm a person centered. Uh, therapist, mm-hmm. and what that is is for me understanding them for who they are. They do not come in uh, with any prejudgments at all. They are here to teach me them, mm-hmm. and with me learning who they are, because uh-huh. that's a key thing in mental health is because too too often, um, especially our veterans and active soldiers come in um, and they feel judged. Uh, that is not what I want to do. Mm-hmm. I want them to teach me who they are because mm-hmm. that's my role in the therapeutic process. Um, so it becomes individualized. 
And so what happens is, is through the process, we they're telling me about themselves, their families. Um, I am able to connect them with certain programming, uh, mm. which is uh, the television aspect where we review episodes to see what sparks up in um, their mind, their emotions. And then as they're able to dissect that form of media, we then move on to the video games mm. to where they're playing the games. Um, mm. I'm able to see what they're doing, whether that's uh, they're joining. I'm joining a party with them and I'm observing how they're responding. I'm listening to them in chat, uh, mm. what they're doing mm. and just being natural. And so, I then take from that where we talk about gamification, and that's observing your uh, the environment of the game, the music, um, the, maybe the type of weapon that you might choose. Some people might mm-hmm. want to go in and ball in. Some people might want to snipe. But it's understanding mm-hmm. that that is how your mind works. And mm-hmm. what you're doing with that is going to be how you respond to just problems in everyday life, when you're coming back home from family, when you're interviewing for a job, when you're taking your kids to school, what it is that's going to be your natural reflexes and being able to see um, how you can either change that or strengthen it in the right situation. Okay. So somebody is, say, uh, passive-aggressive or... um, Mm -hmm. And how would you... You know, first of all, let, let's say you, you brought up Family Matters as a TV show. Was that? Yes. Show? But how do you determine what TV show to show them? Or do you ask them what their favorite was? And then you make a decision based on that as to what video game you would uh, recommend? Um, I mean, can somebody look at a Western and say, I want to see Have Gun Will Travel? <laughs> or I want to see, um, um, you know, something I Love Lucy or what have you? How do you decide which video, which TV shows, and then how does that correlate to the video game? And and then sure. let's say somebody wants to do uh, uh, some sniper. So how do you handle that? You know, they want to shoot, they want to be aggressive, and then you offer some type of um, uh, regimen for them, or how, how does that work exactly? Okay. Um, so I can pick up the first part when it comes mm-hmm. to choosing the television shows. Okay. Um, oftentimes I use Family Matters as a way to show people um, there's an episode that talks about mourning mm-hmm. and how do we effectively mourn because mm-hmm. uh, we are told to serve others through mourning. But in that, all the time, we forget about ourselves. Uh, we yeah. don't see what is our responsibility what is not our responsibility and being able to live and cope with that. Um, taking that episode, we, formu- we formulate, whether it be um, a simulation um, in real life where a person feels like they have to serve others, but they don't have the capacity to do that. Mm-hmm. We then see how they respond in that. We then translate that same environment into a gaming process mm-hmm. where it would be, um, let's say, to take your other example of, of being a sniper. Your team is pretty much going into a place where you have to cover somebody's back just to get into a door. You have to do that. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, you know you have to make a decision. And so guess what? You're probably going to get people mad when you make an executive decision for your success rate, right? Right. And so then it's being able to say, all right, I did this for myself. This is how it's better for the better good of our team. 
you guys are able to respond in this situation and I put you guys in a better situation as opposed to me having to be reactive mm-hmm. all the time because now I'm always doing that because that's pretty much the sniper roles that you have to either initiate or you have to be reactive in those situations. Yeah. Um, I want to be able to... Yeah. Go ahead. Oh, but... um the next question, the next question that you asked, I believe, was um, why? Why do I pick those shows? Um, one, uh, those are shows that I grew up on. Mm-hmm. Um, those are shows that majority of people know. It make you feel good. Uh, Family Matters. Uh, if people were paying attention during the pandemic, was a show that came back during the pandemic um, while people were at home. That brings up good nostalgic mm-hmm. feelings. Um, gives up. Um, good family values, but also is realistic to a point. Hmm. Um, I want to keep people grounded. But, you know, you got di- different episodes of uh, his family. Is that the one with Michael J. Fox or no? Oh, that's I, the I'm one not. with uh, Jaleel White, Steve Urkel. The people not probably <laughs> <know> <laughs> Steve Urkel, yeah. <laughs> yeah, That's not the Urkel that was on uh, the other show, the Urkel. It was a character, a current character named Urkel. Um, but so you use that? Do you always use that show, or no? It, I, different shows. Uh, okay, and, and so after you get, after you determine, uh, I guess you get some idea of who they are. You interview them and ask who they are first. Then you have them look at uh, Family Matters or some other show in a particular episode because you're looking for a particular emotion. Is that what you're looking for? I mean. I would imagine some shows are dealing with mourning. Some are dealing with loyalty, disloyalty, um, you know, various, um, you know, human emotions. Uh, so are you looking for a particular emotion in a person? Is this someone who has an emotional problem that you're bringing in? Is that or you're just, you know, does somebody have a problem? They come to see you and you're trying to get to the bottom of it and you're trying to offer some therapy for them. Correct. Yes, it's a mixture of all those. Um, Mm -hmm. For certain episodes, I might be saying, okay, I want to see how um, this instrumentation invokes uh, an emotion of sadness. I want to see how they deal with sadness Mm -hmm. in this moment. Can they think through it when I ask a hard question Mm -hmm. after being put in this state? Sometimes I want it to be a blank canvas to where they're teaching me and then I'm learning through this process because this is an ever-evolving type Mm -hmm. of therapy. It's not just a one all come and then we just do one stop shop. Sure. You know, it is going to be, it's always tailored to that individual. And it doesn't have to be Family Matters. It could be a show that they might like or intentionally, um, what I've been using with uh, some veterans now, more like um, more recently was the show Last of Us, and that is learning how to survive. I want to know how they react to survival what that looks like, mm. how they react to um, mourning, uh, intense situations, uh, very uh, having to make very quick decisions. And are they okay with the decision that they made? How do they handle conflict? Right. Because yeah. conflict in the field is going to be different from conflict at home. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Uh Sometimes it's quite similar, but uh, hopefully not. <laughs> hopefully not. Uh, so, Darren, did you have other questions for um, uh, the doc or oh, something well, you want to bring just, out? Every time he talks about this stuff, I just my wheels are turning. And, and, you know, I'm thinking about some of the projects that him and I are working on now that are more group based uh, where, you know, 
you can work with a larger group of people and actually give them the ability to watch an episode or two uh, of, say, The Last of Us, uh, you know, the zombie apocalypse type movie. Right. And then how can we create a real-world experience instead of going to gaming? We're looking at options for larger groups to work with all all at one time where they might be able to go out, mm-hmm. you know, and, and, and have an actual experience in the field that's fabricated that could either cause success or failure and then working at the group level and, and studying group dynamics with teams and, and other organizations. So that I just love listening to how he talks about it because it's so innovative. Sure, sure. Uh, and and it's, 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 the, it, it's taking something that a lot of families have had negative experiences with video games in their house, you know. Maybe someone's spending too much time uh, on, on you know, playing the game or maybe the, their behavior after the game is disruptive because they're all, you know, they're all amped up from a, a good shootout, you know, that sort of thing. Yeah. Uh, and start to see this positive aspect of, of what these games can do if you're, if you're asking yourself the right question. And, and as, as a student, being open to, to being teachable about yourself, being open to learning about yourself is, is such a unique way of doing it you, you you never really feel like you're a bad guy or you're the wrong you know you, you you've got the wrong personality or you're broken or a misfit because this is this is about you and your reaction to something that what you know obviously or likely very desirable like yeah. you know like playing games that you're familiar with so yeah i'm, I'm just fascinated i always meant to ask where he got inspired you know if you could share with us what what got you into this uh doctor Oh, yeah. Um, for me, this is a, an approach that I've used even on myself since I was little because growing up in the 90s, uh, television was humongous. We just got into the age of video games, all of those type of things, and I was just interested in how um, it affected me and then how it affected my friends and how I got the same benefits. I was an athlete as well, played basketball, and I got the same benefits that I got from basketball from analyzing television shows and how it helped me grow. And um, I, I, I feel as if a whole generation of people were raised the exact same way I was. <laughs> and that was everything is technology-based now. You know, mm-hmm. um, everything, we watch television, we watch YouTube, we're on video games, we're all connected through technology. And therapy is just so far behind when it comes to using technology for our benefit because I can turn on the news and somebody could say, oh, well, you know what, this game is bad, but then I can throw out tons of people and say, well, this is how this game has benefited these people Mm. and how it's brought people together. Uh, So I, I believe that we are entering into a, a new age to where technology has to be a part of mental health and physical health as we move forward as a society. And what better way uh, to be able to give this to our active service members and veterans. That's wonderful. Now, so, I mean, ultimately, what is, what is your dream here to um, 
And of course, there would be there are video games now, and they're going to be some more sophisticated, like we had Atari in the beginning or something. And now, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you're old enough to remember that, but uh, uh, I am. You are <laughs> okay, Darren. <laughs> but Space but things favorite. are moving so fast, you know. And AI is coming in, and AI is going to help develop some other uh, video games and so forth. Ultimately, what is it that you're you are trying to achieve, uh, Doc and uh, Darren? What would be your your dream situation, your utopia? Well, for me, with with his work, you know, it would just be an honor to to be able to just be a fly on the wall as he develops the programs. But I personally would like to see this this type of of, of you know behavioral uh, management analytics branch off into larger groups and become beneficial for teams, uh, you know, teams and, and different organizations that have to work together. Yeah more on the preventative side rather than the, you know, sure. uh, suppression side. Sure. Is there any fear that you have that some people are spending more time uh, with video games than going out socializing and so forth? People talk about it. Everybody's got a, a, a phone, and they spend a lot of time talking on their phone or, or playing a game on their phone. Is there some socialization concern here that we're not socializing, we're not talking to each other the way that we once did? Is there any- there's there's always that chatter, um, but you know collectively, you know the, the human condition is what it is, and we do need to feel connected. We do need to feel social. We do, we do have basic needs that we will get one way or another, and, and someone's getting it through a network of friends and family that they only talk to when their headsets are on and they're playing the game. Mm-hmm. I think that's a great sense of community, even though I may not understand it, I may not resonate with me, I may not even be survivable a survivable community for me. But, you know, if it's working for them and it's working at large, it, it, the change does not concern me at all. Okay. What about you, Doc? I would say that, you know, this is why um, Darren and I are like peanut butter and jelly when mm-hmm. it comes to this, uh, because he's bringing the active part in things and people understanding that how they can be active. Uh, and though in esports, uh, right now there's a big... Um, influx of people wanting to be more active because guess what? That helps with your gameplay and that helps uh, free your mind after that. So, you said e- always, esports, esports. Yes. Okay. Um, Could you explain electronic that? sports? Okay. Uh, it's kind of it's, uh, it's electronic sports where people uh, play competitively. Mm. Uh, it's it's okay. the same way as if you had a bas- basketball team or baseball sure. team, football team. People do this with video games. And so um, I educate people uh, all the time when it comes to get out and be active. Because if you want to be with anything, we know this with anything. If we want to be the best in Mm. our job, guess what? Our body has to keep up. (laughs) Our body has to keep up and we have to be able to socialize. So that is always and that is also a big thing when it comes to a lot of diagnoses is that you would go to a doctor, you would go to a psychiatrist, a therapist. They're going to ask you, how active are you? Mm-hmm. You have to be active and you have to be social to be able to help with a lot of these things. And that's what, again, taking the strength of being on a headset and then being able to translate that and put you in environments mm-hmm. of like-minded people will help. And so that piggybacks on with Darren of being able to have large groups, being able to work with companies being able to work with a lot of um, media to be able to spread this message and be able to um, train a lot of people in this area. Mm. 
You know, you brought up basketball and also playing on your video games. And, you know, basketball, sports, that, that competition that you have, uh, that, uh, you know, that socialization, the, you know, you, you give and take in, in basketball. You, you, um, you, you learn how to, how to compete and how to be the best. So you think this, so there's an analogy or there's some correlation in between that and, and you can develop that competitive spirit on a, with a video game. Um, Absolutely. Yeah, you, you're not going to get the exercise the, <laughs> the, <laughs> that you would in, in a basketball game, but but that mental, uh, you know, like take a Michael Jordan who's so mentally tough. Um, you think you can develop that kind of toughness also with a, a video game or or other uh, qualities or characteristics or what have you? you think, Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. That's interesting. That's it's very interesting. Um, yeah, I, I kind of missed out on much of that, but uh, uh, yeah, that, that's the wave of the future, though I, I imagine, because we're in this electronic age, and AI is—they say that's just going to revolutionize things even more. So you're at the forefront there, Doc, and I, I hope that um, uh, you continue with. Now, where do you you're working out of? Where are you? In what area are you, Darren? It looks as if you have a a boat. Be you're at a some kind of uh, is there a yacht? Is that your big five hundred foot yacht behind you? Oh no, that's a uh, that's a fishing boat that uh, sank about an hour <laughs> after the photo was taken, mm-hmm. and that's up in oh. Alaska. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> All right. And yeah, no, and, I'm I'm in Arizona. Oh, you're in Arizona. And, uh, okay, not a lot yeah, of water. Yeah, Doctor Owen Guess is in uh, North Carolina. Oh, okay, very good. Yeah. Yeah, and he 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 just works remotely. He he, uh, you know, the, the clients. You don't have to be anywhere near his office to to get involved with what he's doing. And, and I also encourage anyone that's listening, you know, to to, to get in touch with Doctor Owen Guess and 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 quite, you know, dig into this because I would love to see the his practice expand uh, into other areas. And I know that he's capable of teaching teachers, teaching the mm-hmm. teacher, not only just working directly with with the students, but. You know, and the yeah. clients. So. Yeah, yeah. It sounds like a course you could have taken medical school or college or something. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, any we're about to end the show. Any closing comments that uh, either of you would like to make? I would it's say it's just an honor are. to be on with you. Huh? <laughs> okay. Absolutely. Well, we. Um, we want to thank you for joining us here on America's Heroes Group, and probably we would ask you to come back and see how uh, things have progressed. But that's an exciting area. So thank you so much for joining us, and good luck with your uh, ninja competition there, Darren. I've seen it a couple of times. Thank you. Thank you, uh, uh, Doc. Thanks for joining us. And uh, stay tuned, folks, for America's Heroes Group. Thank you. Thank you again. Thank you. Okay. We'll be right back, folks. Uh, That's America's Heroes Group, and we will be back in uh, a few minutes. And just uh, stay tuned right here on WVON, America's Heroes Group.
Thank you for listening to America's Heroes Group Podcast. Don't forget to subscribe so you won't miss an episode. And for more details, visit americashg.org.